everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep in how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing. And hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. Well, hello, lovely Healthy is Hot community. Chloe Wilde here. Very, very excited to welcome this week's guest, Liv. She is a fantastic human being that everyone should be following. The most exuberant, positive, infectious kind of amazing energy you want, especially as we go into the new year. Um, Liv is super interesting. She was a soul cycle instructor for three years, felt like she was ready to spread her wings, did, and then the pandemic hit and then everything changed. So what did she do? She decided to do what she loves, which is to move her body, get people excited about working out. And she started an IG live series that has since turned into a massive brand for her community, Liver Beans. If you know what I'm talking about, this episode is almost like a love letter to you. She is so appreciative to everyone who has been along with her on this journey. And for those of you new to Liver Beans and to live, get excited because she has got some wisdom to share especially about gratitude and having a positive mindset. Enjoy. This year has been next level, but I think in any difficult year, there's always some really fucking amazing silver linings. And I feel like you carved out, like you created (laughs) a silver lining for yourself at the beginning of the pandemic. And it's so cool to see how much you've been able to do during a really difficult time, like doing what you love, spreading yeah. positive energy, like encouraging people to move their bodies. Like congratulations on everything that has transpired in what Thank has been you. a really shitty year, but like, I love <laughs> celebrating the good stuff. You and me both girl. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's kind of like maybe like the motto is just like kind of celebrating like all the things, like obviously there's been a ton of negative um things surrounding 2020 but like I always joke around in my soul cycle classes because like the tiniest milestone back in the day from like your second ride to like your 500th ride is still like just as big like celebrated just as big because there's still milestones nonetheless but 2020 has definitely been a very um defining year for me in a lot of like really positive ways so like as much as I definitely I'm on board with all the like 2020 sucked. (laughs) It's been like a really good year for me on a personal level from a business level. Um, it just definitely pushed, I think it pushed all of us to kind of have to adapt to what's been going on. But, um, specifically for myself, it pushed me to do things that I have wanted to do, but maybe just didn't have the like courage to kind of do until I was forced to do it. Um, so like, you know, I was, um, I was at soul cycle for three and a half years, love soul cycle. Um, but I think I knew that I kind of had grown and like hit the roof of like my growth at that company, like maybe a year ago. And I was kind of like, okay, well, what's next? Like, what is that next step? What does it look like for you? I have this amazing like fit fam community and like, how am I going to stay engaged with them and still be up, still be connected to them. Um, And that was kind of something that I always like a reason why I held off 
leaving soul cycle. Cause I was like, I love my people. I don't want to, I'm not ready to leave them despite like feeling like I've maybe hit my max growth here. Um, and so that's kind of why COVID sort of pushed me into this, like, okay, we're in lockdown for what was presumed to be two weeks. I feel like all of us were like, great. We've got like an extent. I remember like my little brother and sister were literally on March break and they were like, now they're like, we want school. Give us the school. <laughs> Everyone's like ready to go back to normal. But so kind of that's when it all started. Um, I don't know if you've taken a soul cycle class, but we do like a little mini seven minute arms, kind of like three quarters of the way through the class, just to kind of change it up, give your legs a break, get a little upper body sweat in. And everybody loves it because it looks super easy and you're using like two to three pound weights. And then five, six minutes in, you're like, oh my God, my arms are falling off, which is always Truly, it's the funniest watching like, you know, sometimes guys come to class and they're like spin class. And I'm like, well, you just wait. And they like get these like 10 pound weights because we have them. And they're like putting them down halfway through the arms. Like, you know, you like you're used to using bigger weights like in class, I mean, at the gym. But then anyway, so I started doing a little seven minute arm series on Instagram live every day at one, um, which kind of just like took off and it grew at such a quick pace, you know. I halfway through, like I did it every day for three months. And then I kind of started slowing down and doing it three times a week. And that sort of ventured into teaching full zoom classes and then zoom workouts turned into once I was back in Toronto park workouts and then park. So it just kind of expanded, but it was pretty crazy because, you know, the lives I was teaching were having like 200 people in them, which I was watching like Nike teach lives. Instagram live is a, is a really tricky thing to navigate. Um, but I was watching like Nike and like Lululemon who have like millions of followers have like 50 people in the zoom. So I was like, Whoa, I have like 200 people on here every day, but it really was just kind of to do with like, it was seven minutes. You could do it from sitting at your desk, with literally your stapler, if you, you know what I mean? Or you could be up with weights and kind of moving around. Um, and it was just accessible for everyone. It was just seven minutes. So like, again, you can take a seven minute break anytime. Um, and I kind of feel like I really like built a on top of my soul cycle community, just like an online community of people that were like, wow, I can do this. This is quick. This is in the middle of the day to break it up and just get a little midi sweated. I'm literally sweating after I do it every day. Um, and yeah, so then, like I said, that kind of just took on its own life, of um, moving into zoom classes. So I do like 45 minute classes on zoom, actually be able to see people in person and like, um, and then from there, it got cold in summer. <laughs> we went back to zoom workouts and then, yeah, I just finished a, um, 12 day live miss challenge. Um, kind of staying on brand with everybody was using cans when all the work equipment was sold out at the beginning of COVID. Um, and we $20 from every signup went to the food banks of Canada and America, depending on where your signup was coming from. And we donated over $2,000, which is huge. And like, just like so proud of my little community on there. I really um, am like so grateful. I did some interactive activities. I kind of was trying to think about ways to stay um, connected with people, not just like working out. Um, and we had so we had like a virtual dinner party with one of my girlfriends who's a chef. She like did a little cooking class. We had like a nutritionist come on and we made granola balls, just like little things as much as like we all like getting into the swing of at-home workouts. Like, I was like, the thing I miss most about the classes like at soul cycle or in general, we're like meeting people before and after and being able to be like, how are you? And like, talk to someone and just connect. So, um, I had some really great feedback of just those little interactive things. Cause everyone is stuck at home. So like as silly as it seems like everybody go get the same ingredients. We're all going to make dinner together. It really was like an hour of like, just being able to like connect, which is really 
something that I think everyone's kind of missing. So it was really great. And we got to donate and we got to sweat and we got to move. And I had 92 people on there, which is just like crazy. So it really has been of all of the things, I think my little fit fam community has been just like growing and is just so strong. And it's just nice to feel connected with people during this time. Yeah, I know for sure. I mean, you literally just shared so much. I'm like trying to mentally <laughs> keep track of all the things I want to talk to you about. But I have to commend you because I can't imagine, and I'm making assumptions here, but like the first time you did seven minute arms, yeah. I feel like, and I'm again, I'm making assumptions, but I feel like it was like, I'm bored. I kind of miss working out with people. Yeah. Like I'm, I know how to lead a seven minute workout, yeah. like for my oh. arms. Cause I've been doing it for three years at soul cycle. Like yeah. I'm seeing all these people do IG lives. Like, let's do it. Let's like, let's, let's like work out our arms for seven minutes. And then it just kept growing and growing and growing. And people who knew you obviously were going, and then it started to yeah. grow and grow. And you've been able to like grow this like true community yeah. um, through seven minute arms, which is phenomenal. And again, like going back to your point about lightweights, fuck it's so hard to do soul cycle arm sessions i never actually did it in toronto i would only ever go to soul when i was in la right right right. i'd go in super cocky and be like oh yeah like healthy person like (laughs) i lift weights like i'm good to go and i remember the first time i did it i was like all right my ego has been checked at the door so i won't put them down because i picked up these heavy weights i will for like just like dying with these heavy weights girl trust me I know like and that was what was always just funny is like people come in and they're like there's a pair of one pounds on the back of my bike and I'm like I mean I'm not saying that you can't but maybe you should start with you know like start and they're like no no and I'm like okay well we'll 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 see (laughs) it's way harder than you think everyone thinks it's so small but that's like kind of like any sort of like sculpt Pilates class I feel like everybody like goes in thinking it's going to be so easy because it's like tiny motions or like no weights at all, but just like repetitive, tiny motions. And you're like, just pulsing your arms to the side for a minute. And you're like, okay, my arms are falling off now, you know, but that's Uh, like to anyone listening who's still quarantining at home, who maybe still doesn't have weights. You're good. Like you can do so much with just your body weight or like Lou says, grab a couple cans of soup, grab that bottle of wine you've been eyeing anyways. And (laughs) you've been looking at that wine, pick it up. Yeah, no, you have. We all have that bottle and we're like, oh, maybe tonight. No, maybe I should wait. Use it for some movement and then you can crack it open. There it is. The pros and cons, get you a little sweated and then drink that wine. Um, okay. I'm so curious because I'm, I'm very curious about so many things about you because you honestly, when I go on your social, I I've like seen your lives, you ooze such positivity and (laughs) such like contagious energy and like, like, were you born out of the womb like that? Like, I feel like some people are naturally very positive and like, it's just part of who they are. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I'm just like, where did this start for you? (laughs) You know what? It's funny that you ask because I feel like that's like a question that I get, especially during quarantine. People are like, how are you staying so positive? I I really and truly think that a lot of it comes from just like, I was like raised this way. I feel like I was like, I've always been this role. Um, I say this as I have a sip of my coffee. I don't really drink coffee. I drink like people <laughs> are always like, what, you have 10 coffees before we see you or what? what's the secret? Um, and I, I feel like a, a large part of it comes from just like, I feel like I've sort of maneuvered through life over, especially the last like 10 years, like since, you know, like high school and university, I feel like I also, I almost went like the opposite of the norm. Like, you know, like after university and stuff, it was very like, you're supposed to follow like the social norms or you follow these like very specific 
kind of things. And I feel like I've kind of paved my own way of being like, I don't want to do that. Like right out of university, I like went to like Italy and was like a nanny for six months. And then after that, I just feel like I, I went, I've always kind of gone against the grave with like, against the grain, sorry, with like, is it grain, grave? Grain, grain. Grain, right? Yeah. <laughs> against the grain with like what the norms are and kind of just what makes me happy, which in a lot of ways, I'll admit, like I have definitely felt down in the past, you know, when I, everyone was doing one thing and I was like, I don't really want to do that. I want to do this thing. And then it being like, oh, you're not doing this. And it was like, no, but like at the end of the day, like, you know, you see people that go and follow all these things of what they think they're supposed to do and how that affects mental health, how that affects like just so many other things. And I feel like, you know, there was a time when people were like, you're quitting your job to become a fitness instructor. And I was like, and you work at your office job and are miserable from nine to five, you know? So I feel like there has been judgment in the past with like past, sorry, with the route that I've taken, but I think Mm. I've stayed true to like things that make me happy and what kind of keeps my cup full. And then again, just also like the balance in life. Like some people again are like, what do you like eat and what do you drink and what do you, and it's like, I I don't follow some crazy like diet and I don't follow, I've never followed like a crazy workout. I think it's super important that people like, you know, if you want to eat something, eat it and enjoy that. And if you want to take a rest day, I definitely take all of the rest days, you know? And so, um, just being mindful of like not following any sort of crazy strict thing. And like, when I wake up in the morning, I feel like I just got on board the five minute journal train a couple months ago. And I, I really am so for whether it's the five minute journal or just taking a minute in the morning to be like, what am I grateful for? And what would make today great. And kind of allowing that to direct your day from there, like setting the tone, like first thing, when you wake up, I'm super big on as soon as you wake up kind of telling yourself what the day is going to be like, today's going to be great. Like if today's going to be fucking great, it's going to be great. And it doesn't always necessarily go that way. And I know it's a lot harder, especially right now with COVID and not being able to do, you know, the normal things that make you happy, but at least finding the positives and the things that can make you happy. Like I just had to do two weeks of isolation and everyone was like, you look like you had a blast by yourself. And it was just, again, finding things to do. I like emptied every drawer in my closet and and drawer in my apartment. And just like, you know, I bought myself a new cabinet that was like, it was just fun to put together and like, feel like I was like doing something different. So yeah, I don't know. I think telling and owning the mindset that you want to bring into every day really goes a lot farther than people think. And as I get older and I'm more aware of like um, mental health and things like that, it really does come down in a lot of ways to like very basic ways to like almost trick your brain, you know, like just being like, today is going to be a good day. Or like, if you feel like you're not having a great day, like taking a second to be like, what is something that would make me really happy for some people? It's like a quick seven minute arm series for some people. It's I want a coffee. And I like, I really enjoy like the grinding of the coffee and making my coffee and feel, you know, so I guess just finding what works for you and then stick and do it. (laughs) Yeah. Any, any of my coaching clients, the first thing that I have them get on is a morning gratitude practice. Like I would love to get them on a nighttime one too, but I'm like, I don't want to ask for too much right out of the, like, right yeah, out of the floodgates. Yeah. So yeah. like a morning gratitude practice is such a phenomenal way 
to yeah. start your day. And it can be like, you can have the five minute journal, like you mentioned. Yeah. I love it. It's like so aesthetically beautiful, but if you don't have that, yeah. just get, and I don't want, like, I always tell people not to do it on their phones. I know there's great apps, but there's something really amazing about taking pen to paper and actually taking a step back from technology and yeah. starting your day with a gratitude practice. And some of my clients are like, I don't, like, I don't know what to put down. Like, it's a really shitty time. I lost my job. Yeah. My kids are driving yeah. me crazy. I'm like, okay, cool. But like, how comfortable is your bed? Like, how Correct. good is that cup of coffee you're going to yeah. have? How about like, sweatpants did, all day, every yeah. day? <laughs> like, did you have sex? Like, is, the, I don't know, like, whatever. Like, I'm like, it doesn't need to be, it could just be like the fact that you can actually yeah. walk around. Like, I don't care, but I want you to write something down. Yeah. And then by doing that, like, and especially in a time like now where it feels like so much is out of our control. Yeah. When you have a gratitude practice, especially first thing in the morning, like you're suggesting, you're taking back control of your day. Like you are choosing to set the tone for your day. Like who knows what's going to come after the fact, yeah. but at least for like that five, 10 minutes, like you're not on your phone. You haven't checked email. Like you wake up and you put like, you take back some of that control. Yeah. And it's nice. I'm, I'm not as good as it good at it at night. I know you're mentioning that you want to get people to do it at night, yeah. but um, if you, it's, it's funny, if you look at my five minute journal, I have every morning, but the one is <laughs> just like every, nine, nine times out of 10, but it is really nice. The times that I have done it to be like, okay, this is what I was hoping for in the morning. And whether your day went that way or not at the end yeah. being like, what made today great. And it's like, well, I did this thing off my to-do list. And then yeah. I, you know, bumped into someone on my walk that I haven't seen in a long time. And it was just nice to like wave from six feet away or, you know what I mean? But just to be yeah. able to acknowledge like, Something that happened that was great today, whether it was what you planned for or not, just being like, okay. And, and, and it really is, like you said, the little things. Like people sometimes overthink it. They're like, okay, this was a terrible day. But it's like, even just like, I feel repetitive sometimes when I'm like, what are you grateful for? And it's like, I'm grateful that like my family, my friends and myself are currently all healthy. You know, like that's, that's such a little thing to be like, wow, that is something that maybe not everybody can say right now. And if you can say that, it's like, that's something to be so grateful for. Um, and like, yeah, like I say things too, where I'm like, I took a bath today and it was so <laughs> nice. And I like, I'm grateful that I had that time to be able to just sit in the bath yeah. by myself. And like, so yeah, people sometimes overthink it. And it definitely is a little weird at first to get into, but then once you kind of switch that mindset, it's like, oh yeah, that is really nice that I got to put my brownie kid to bed early tonight, you know, <laughs> like it makes a difference. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I love that you've always gone your own way in life. Uh, yeah. I think that's really cool. Like up until I was 24, I did everything according to what society tells you to do. And yeah. then at 24, everything changed. But for you, it sounds like you've kind of always done what makes yeah. you happy. And that ne yeah. doesn't necessarily like align with what people want going back when you kind of did make those choices that yeah. were a little bit left field to some people, yeah. did you have the support of your friends and your family? Like, did you, have you had a supportive environment on this journey? Cause like looking at you now, everything makes sense that you did yeah. up until now. Cause you're like, yeah, of course, of course this would lead you here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's an interesting question because I feel like, you know, especially like when it comes to like career-based things, your parents are always like, but wait, you did this at school for this. Why aren't you doing that now? Or you did that, you know? And I feel like my family and my friends though always have known that I, I, I'm going to do what I want to do either way. So you better <laughs> hop on board and support me anyways, because I just, and again, to your point, so many people I know look back and they're like, why did I do this? If this wasn't what I really wanted to do. And it's never too late to make those changes in your life. But I think that that is something that has really always, um, 
kept, and definitely my family has definitely been hesitant about decisions that I've made, like where they're like, but wait, so what about, and I, it's always been like, at some point you're an adult and you can make your own decisions. Like even when I, I've always made like very irrational travel decisions where I'm like, surprise, I'm headed here tomorrow. And my mom, my grandma will be like, wait, but what? And it's like, well, I'm going, I'm going to figure it out when I get there. But again, I think that that is a part of what it's definitely scary making those decisions, but when you are doing them for yourself and it's something that you really want to pursue in the end, if it makes you happy, even if you do, even if something is a, I want to say mistake with quotations around it, I know no one can see me, but mistake <laughs> quotations around it. It's, it's a learning process. It's a learn you're learning in every step you take. So I feel like why not go your own route and go your own direction and make those mistakes on your own instead of following whatever idea you have that is mm -hmm. the way it's su supposed to, again, with those quotation marks around it, it's supposed to be and figuring out kind of what just makes you happy. Yeah. You know, we've all had those air quote mistakes that yeah. we learn from and you hope that you learn from them yeah. for you. Like looking back, what was one of those like pivotal mistakes that was actually a really beautiful learning opportunity? Hmm. I'm trying to think of the biggest one. Cause I, <laughs> Lord knows I have a quite a few. Um, I feel like one of my biggest, well, I'm trying to think of mistakes. I'm, I know I'm putting air quote mistake, like no, no, not mistake. Opportunity. no, no, no learning opportunity though, for sure. I feel like, um, I'm kind of going the other end, the other way of this question, but just, I went to university for multimedia and communication studies. I followed what I was, you know, the way of after high school you do. And Truly, when I was younger, I was a really big like scholar, student, whatever you want to call it. And when I was in university, I feel like right before I'd gone to university, I had, you know, my grandpa passed away and like things where I feel like I kind of lost track with like being like super like studious and kind of was more, I think this is where the mindset sort of shifted for me of like, life is short. If you don't want to be doing something, don't. So in summer going into third year, I went to Vancouver to visit one of my best friends. I was out there all summer and I just decided I didn't want to go back to school. And that was one of the ones where my family was like, what? Like, and it was kind of one of those, like I'm in Vancouver and I sort of like tricked, like not being at home. So they couldn't really like say anything. <laughs> like it was like, I'm not coming back. And they were like, wait, Olivia, like, no. And it was like, one of the weirder decisions that I've made. And I definitely, I'm not advising to anyone that doesn't want to be in school to not be, that's not what I'm saying. But for me, I feel like I wasn't happy at school. I mean, I definitely like went out and did all the like fun parts of university, but I wasn't, um, I wasn't loving my program at the time and I wasn't like loving class. And I just kind of took a minute and stayed in Vancouver. Um, and that was sort of where I like got into like fitness and I started, you know, I worked at a yoga studio out there and I started just really like tapping into what made me happy, which again, it had a, negative side to it for sure like my friends and my family being like what do you mean you're not going back to school and I felt like over the years especially until I mean I still work very hard but I felt like I always had to push myself to work a little bit harder because I felt like you didn't go back to school you didn't finish university like people are judging you like you're not doing what you're supposed to do and I feel like there was a time in my life like three years ago where I was juggling like three full-time jobs and I literally mean like full-time jobs yeah. Uh, but it was like, because I was like, okay, well, I'm doing so much and I'm doing all the cool things and I'm doing everything I want to do. But it was because for so long, I felt like I almost had to overcompensate for like people being like, well, you didn't finish university. And I was like, 
well, I've got this job now and I'm doing all these other things that like, you know, and not to like toot my own horn, but it's like, well, I'm in a position that is like, I worked really hard to be at and I don't have, and I'm not working as hard now as you have to, to do kind of the things, you know, where I feel like it was a weird journey though, for sure of like, okay, well, I, I feel like I'm behind in life and I feel like I have to be making this much to be at, at the same level as some of my other friends. And then it was like building my own brand and my own thing to be in a place where I'm like, well, now I feel like I'm like so happy with where I'm at in life. And I'm so happy with where I am in my like career of like, I've always wanted to be able to be kind of remote, which was like something that has always been really important to me. And COVID kind of pushed me to be in a situation <laughs> where now I'm quite literally like can be wherever I want to do the things that I do, which is like, was always something that was very important to me to be able to be remote, if you will. And so now I've got liver beans. I do like influencer stuff and it's just like, it's good. But that was a time where I feel like I had to choose like my happiness over what the norm was. And it was definitely like mm. a learning curve in a lot of ways, but looking back, I wouldn't have done it any other way. Truly. I think it's pretty amazing to be able to say that you make decisions that fuel your happiness you know, like I'm sure there are times when you're like, okay, I know I have to do this for someone else, but like, yeah. imagine everyone listening, like we do so much for other people. We do yeah. so much because that's what we're supposed to do. Or if we actually made the decision we really wanted, like maybe it would like rub people the wrong way, or maybe yeah. people would yeah. be concerned. Like sometimes yeah. in life, if you can actually do what makes you happy without yeah. hurting other people, of course, like I think sometimes you got to do it. And I think sometimes we stop ourselves from being yeah. happy and saying yes to happiness because it feels like we either don't deserve it or we haven't gotten there yet, but you're kind of out here living this really authentic, positive life, which I love, but, 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 but I'm very curious because I like genuinely, like I said, I genuinely believe you are this positive bubbly person. But I have met people in my life where I'm like, I just don't buy it. Like, I just don't fucking buy it. Like, it feels phony baloney. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying I get from you. I get genuine <laughs> vibes. But genuine vibes aside, everyone has bad days. Like, everyone has days where, like, self-imposter syndrome kicks in, self-doubt, social comparison. So I'm curious for you, like, what gets you through those days? Like, how do you get yourself up out of bed when you're having a bad day. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it goes into like what I was saying earlier with like having maybe like default things that are like things that, you know, bring you joy. And it's not to say that it's going to entirely change your day. Cause I'm also a big believer of like, if you're having a bad day, sometimes you've got to just be like, I'm having a not great day and I'm not the happiest I've ever been because it also makes you really value those days where you are having amazing days. So like for me, if I'm having like a day where I'm just like, you know, my time of the month and this person's bothering me and this didn't work out. I feel like sometimes I let myself be in like that place because of that mindset of like, today's just not an amazing day. And I will do my little things like take a bath or like enjoy a glass of wine at the end of the, you know what I mean? To like, aid in changing that day but I do also think and that goes for like every situation like the lows make the highs that much higher and make you like so much more grateful for them so like even like I recently went through a breakup and I had so many people being like well like what'd you do to get over it like we never saw you skip a beat on social media and it's like you also just have to have those like sad moments like let yourself like cry in the bath dramatically like you know what I mean because 
the only way to move through bad days and through situations in life is quite literally to move through them. If you try to like skip a step and jump over them, same with bad days. Like sometimes like, yeah, mm-hmm. some, like shit doesn't work out and you're like, I'm not happy today, but it's like sitting there and being like, why am I not having a good day? What is affecting my mood today? And if there's things that you can fix then to fix them. And if not, just being like, today is one of those days and tomorrow is going to be great. Like truly that's, I feel like that deserves like a snap clap. Cause that was really <laughs> fucking deep. <laughs> Um, but you know, like, and actually that brings me to my next question because you, you share a lot of your life on social media. And I think that like your community really loves that, right? Like they have been with you for so long now, some since your, your first year at soul cycle, which was like a very long time ago and especially now with the pandemic and just having people kind of ask you about your breakup and having you not skip a beat, like yeah. What's that been like for you to become this, like this really kind of big public entity in the fitness and wellness space. But yeah. what I love is that you also show like other sides, you show yourself out with friends, having a cocktail, yeah. like, yeah, you're the fitness girl, but do you feel like the pressure to be like, to show a certain side of you on social, like to have that pressure to be like the positive, happy fitness um, always? It's a good question because I feel like this year truly was maybe the first year where I definitely had some backlash with some of my decisions this summer, which were, you know, I, I followed, okay, wait, the first half of your question is I really love sharing myself on social media and being able to be a place where people come and they ask me questions. And like, I do respond to every DM, even if it's a couple days later, I do take the time to like, really like listen when I like put things out there, like, what do you guys want to see? What do you guys want to know? And like, I think that that is as much as like, if you were to look at my actual feed, it's very like, you know, put together, but I feel like where I get my most interactions are on my stories, which is like most of the time me with a soaking wet bun and like no makeup on just being like, Hey guys, like my car ran out of gas today on university of anyone's in the area. Like, you know what I mean? Just like the hectic behind the scenes that are like what my, like the regular life that we all live are. Um, but definitely this year was pretty interesting now that I do have a bigger following. I think over the last year, I've definitely grown quite a bit, um, which has led me to also have to be a little bit more aware of, and it's not even that I'm not doing, practicing these things on a normal day, but you know, I moved to California in at the end of September, which people were kind of like, it's not the time for that girl. And I also this summer at following all of the appropriate and necessary rules, like did go to patios and did go to restaurants and stuff, which a lot of people have very black and white opinions on that. So I definitely did get some negative backlash on that, which also is, you know, at the end of the day, what I choose to share on social media, I never signed up to be the world's greatest example. So I definitely had some lessons in that too, of like, you know, the first day that the restaurants opened, it was heck, it was a crazy experience, I think for everyone, because everyone was very excited to leave their house and be able to go out to restaurants. And I think that people were a little bit upset because, you know, I was at my table with my bubble with no mask on, but the way that that sometimes appears on social media was like, you Mm -hmm. weren't following the rules. And I 100% was, I took an Uber. You have to wear a mask in the Uber. I was before I got to my table, the mask was on. So I think I've done a better job as of recently to show kind of those steps from my house to the restaurant, for example, which isn't necessary and nobody has to do by any means, but taking on um, and people putting more into perception, like being me being more aware, sorry, of that there are eyes on me and whether yeah. that, you know, some people have a hundred thousand followers and some people have a thousand followers. It's still people, the way that you show that you're 
you know, following the rules and being, yeah. I'm very mindful of COVID and I, I do follow all the precautions, but it definitely gets tricky with this time. Um, Cause everybody gets, you know, people can be so easily offended by, I mean, anything pre COVID yeah. too. There's things where like, you know, it's not for everyone. So I think that once you start growing a following on social media, it's definitely being a little bit more mindful of, I definitely still post me having margaritas until 2 a.m. and teaching a class at 7 a.m. I'll never not share that. See, this is why I think you are amazing because in the health and wellness world, sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes there's only the extreme examples that get notoriety, that get traction. Mm -hmm. And what I love about you and your page is, yes, of course, you're super fucking fit. You lead amazing classes. You like ooze positivity. And I like soak up and have saved so many of your passions. (laughs) But you you also like let loose and have fun and you're silly and you're not perfect and you're not the world's greatest example. And I'm glad that you're not, you're real, Mm -hmm. you're human. Um, And that's what makes you very interesting. So I like love your honesty (laughs) in that answer, because I think it's when you, when people start to grow a following and like you said, it can be from 30 to a thousand or it can be from five to 40,000, whatever it is. Like there's no, but it comes with a certain level of responsibility celebration scrutiny responsibility uh, things are perceived differently but um like I I love the authenticity you put out there and I think the people that know you and love you also kind of see that but it's kind of interesting it was interesting about that situation because I I I had I had a couple quite a few messages of people being like hey girl like love following you but like we're in a pandemic and you know you were at a restaurant and I know that the city opened but then and I responded appropriately to all those people because I definitely like you know I'm sorry that you felt like I wasn't taking the precautions but I was here's kind of the backstory and then I also had other people that were like thank you so much for like you know showing that it's okay to go out and like sort of live life still we're, yeah. we're in this really like sad time but also like it was nice to see you leaving your house and practicing safety but also like we can still go out and maintain social distancing and you know all of those things so it definitely there's some back and forth but I think to the point of people that know me it was always like a joke at soul cycle my riders would be like I saw you out last night and we did a shot and I canceled class today and you had to go and I was like correct I had to go and you didn't have to go and like or like my stories of me like woo at like locals only at like on a Friday night and then at 7 a.m. on Soul Cycle on Saturday being like hey guys like I'm not going to be on the bike for the first song but I will get on there in a minute and just kind of my community knowing like that that balance in life which is just like yes you can still work out and you can still have seven margaritas before you work out not before the night you need at least six hours of sleep. Uh, yeah. I, love, yes. I love a good tequila. I can't say no to tequila. So I'm right there with you. And as we end the near end the nearest, as we near yeah, the yeah. end of this, <laughs> as we end the near this chat, I actually like, especially because I know your liver beans community is so committed. So I, I'm very hopeful that there's going to be a lot of them listening to this chat. And because you've yeah. gone through so much growth and your community has grown so much, like, what do you have to say to them? Like the people who have been with you since day one, and also the people that have, have like found you and found yeah. friends and and this amazing community aspect this year? Um, The biggest number one that comes to mind, I mean, there's two big ones that come to mind. One is just like being like so, so, so proud of everybody that's joined and that, you know, it's definitely like way harder to be at home with nobody actually there to hold you 
accountable. And so I'm so proud of all the people that have been like, you know what, like whether you joined in March or whether you hopped on the bandwagon today for the first time, it's just like, I'm so proud of everybody that's kind of owning the situation and still being like, I am gonna find time to move, even if it's just for seven minutes. Um, but the biggest one is always that I'm so like grateful and thankful because they allow me to take up a time of their day, whether it's just for seven minutes or for 45 minutes or for 12 days straight. And I, and it's like, it's a, they believe in me and they let me take up that time of their day. And that's something that I truly am just always like, so grateful beyond words for that. They like believe in me and allow me to take up that space for them and like guide them and coach them. And I will forever be so grateful because without them, it's all like essentially word of mouth at this point. So it's like all the people that come and tell their friends to join and post stories that they're doing it. I'm just like always so like thankful and appreciative of like all that they do for me. Count me officially one of your newest liver beans members because this was such a fun chat. Thank you so much for coming on the HRH podcast. I have a feeling there's going to be some more stuff in the future. I can just like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I have a this feeling we have, beginning. To get margaritas. we have to get margaritas sometime in the future. That's the feeling I got after this call. <laughs> Virtual cheers to you. Congratulations on everything. Thanks, girl. Thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate that. And I'm excited for the next time. And just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. Now, if you enjoyed this chat, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And of course, Healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week.